afternoon, Lisa. Oh, it's af oh yeah. Afternoon, I like. Hmm. Today we're gonna talk a little bit about um you know some things that could possibly going on going on with your kid's cell phone and what you have to look out for. What is it? Things to look out for things. Name things. Hmm. <sighs> okay. So um, one of the biggest things to look out for is if your kid's staying up all night with the cell phone. Um, because this could be a sign of other things. Well, I guess we should talk about, hey, if your kid's getting grumpy and stuff, it might just be because they're staying up all night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They they need, because kids and adults and old people, babies need a sleep. sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eight hours every day. Yeah. And it's but different, it's different or, for different ages yeah. and different for different people, uh -huh. but... But babies and, and yeah, yeah, you know, younger kids needs nine to ten hours, but middle age needs a uh, ten or eight. Makes you happy too. Yeah, makes you happy. Make you be able to handle and, things. And beautiful skin. Mm, that's why you're no beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's why you're pretty. You mm. sleep. You're beautiful sleep. Mm. Mm. So one, one thing that kids have been doing over the last uh, few years, I've noticed is that um, kids will, you know, they've always formed groups, like friend groups. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes what they do is they have um, friend groups where they talk a lot about depression and anxiety and wanting to kill themselves. And what they'll do is they'll start hitting each other up like all night, like texting or messaging each other. I'm feeling so depressed, blah, blah, blah. And they want they want your kid, they want your daughter or your son, usually daughters, to email them back or text them back and sit and help them through their depression for that night. Well, the problem is these kids, the depressed kids, staying up all night. Of course, they're depressed. Of course, they're depressed. <laughs> they're not getting sleep. Yeah. And then they're hitting up their friends, saying, "Hey, I'm depressed. I want to kill myself." And they're doing this stuff like constantly. All night, every night. So your kid might not be depressed, but your kid is answering texts and answering emails constantly. And not just like, hey, how's it going? How's the game kind of stuff. It's like heavy, deep stuff. Like how to work, help your friend walk through depression or walk through problems with their family or mm -hmm. things like that that are emotionally taxing. So not only is your kid on call 24-7, to their friend group, who a lot of the kids are all depressed, but they're and also talking about this heavy, heavy depressed now. Yeah, because all the they get emotionally drained, mm -hmm. emotionally drained from the heavy, heavy conversation. So it's kind of like they're um, they're twenty four seven on call with uh, <clears throat> with their friends, and they're their own friends, own personal therapists, and they have to answer these calls all the time. Of course, they're gonna stay up late. Because talking way late hours into the night about all these emotional problems, and then they're getting drained because it's just emotionally taxing to talk about these things. And if they don't answer their friends or don't answer their phone calls, what happens is their friends will like get mad the next day. What? You didn't answer Charlie's message last night, and he was depressed. 
And he said, you were the only one who could help him. And you went to sleep. You didn't answer. What kind of friend are you? So they could get like severely chastised by their friend group. Then well, I will answer. I need my beauty sleep. Mm -hmm. I'll answer you in the morning. I need my beauty sleep. But yeah, and they'll say stuff like, but I'm going to be dead in the morning. Or I might kill myself by the morning. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Well, at least I got my beauty sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That's probably the best answer you can give. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm serious. I mean, because they're going to be depressed anyway, because um, that's just their MO. I mean, they want there to be will be. The thing is, um, if they don't sleep and they're already depressed, and they will be more depressed in the morning. Yeah, if they're calling up their friends all day long, asking, yeah, asking for advice or help. anything you do. Yes. Your lack of sleep. And this is very different depression than the, you know, someone gets depressed, they don't like it, they want to change, they're going to do anything they can possible to change. That's very different from what a lot of these teenagers are experiencing, where it's not like this depression that they want to change and want to do anything to change. It's more like they're depressed and they just want to talk about it, like a cathartic way. They just want to talk and talk and talk. Because they that helps they feel better when they talk. They don't really want to do things outside of that. They just want to talk to feel better, and then they get, and then and then your friend is your they're your kid is the listening to, ear to that. They're not tired of talking about it and they, go to sleep. No, they just want to go go talk 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 talk. It's kind of like they're in on high on marijuana or something. <laughs> kind of like they get something out of it. Yeah, it's they're high on anxiety. Yeah, it's like uh, they feel better for the moment because they're talking yeah. about it and they feel supported. So that feels good. But then because you don't do anything about it on your own to manage it on your own, you're going to be calling those kids the next night and the next night and the next night and the yeah, next night. Yeah, they'll be the tired. Night. And you'll be like, they're grumpy. They're grumpy, guys. They will be grumpy, Because your body is tired and your mind is tired. Mm-hmm. Everything will be tired. They won't concentrate on school, concentrate on things that they want to be. You know, that's hard. Yeah. It's what would you do then? Idea. What would you do with their cell phones? Take it take take it at ten o'clock? Yeah, some parents do that. They just um take away their phones at night and then they get it back the next day. Mm -hmm. Some parents will even do this, take away their phone at night, and then you get it back the next day after you've done your schoolwork or you ch and your chores. Oh, wow. They're very strict. Yeah. But if you can trust your children, but the, my, there's children, though, Eric, that when time to go to bed, they turn off their phone and go to bed. Some children have a lot of self-control yes. on their own. Absolutely. But some children don't have... But guess what now? There's a lot of kids that even two years old, three years old has an iPhone. Mm. And I just have a $40 phone. I know. In the Philippines. There's some rich kids. Yeah, huh? in the Philippines. They're richer than us because they're poor. They said they're poor, but they're iPhones. They have cell phones. It's iPhones. It's 20,000 pesos. Yeah. That's $2,000. Oh, no, no, like $1,000. 
And then the other thing to look out for is uh, sexting. So sexting's huge. There's what a, is a sexting? Sexting is where the kids you, will send you, you nude sex pictures with, oh, of themselves. Oh, I thought you have sex with the sex. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's very funny. They'll send nude pictures of themselves to their friends. And, and it's not even just friends anymore. Now the kids are doing it with just people they don't even know. So they'll be in a chat room or they'll be talking to somebody and then they'll just start sending new so pictures back and forth. So that's why you take away the cell phone. You, yeah, you definitely want to. So one of the things that help with that, um, yeah, you definitely want to have talks, want to check them. But you also want to, you, one of the things that help with a lot of these things is being able to sit down and have conversations with your kids um be able to go for walks and talk with them or have little uh one-on-one -on -one date with each other um you know go for an ice cream but or just to sit in their room and, and say hey how's it going and just have these conversations where the kids can feel open to talk to you um because even if you talk to them one time and say hey don't do this don't do this don't do this if you don't follow yeah be, yeah because circumstances change and and these things are hard for them to navigate and they need somebody that can listen to them keyword listening listen to them so they can figure it out what to do how to respond yeah that's very hard for the children yeah and then another thing that's happening is called sextortion it's what is that thing again sextortion you, you use your cell phone to extortion? <laughs> it's extortion, but about sex. What the? Yeah. So say you do get a picture from somebody, right? Mm. Then what they do is they say, well, if you break up with me, I'm going to send this picture to everyone. Oh, that's the one that I watch the show. On the YouTube video. YouTube video, and that's a illegal. Mm -hmm. Or they might get a picture and say, now, if you don't do this or this or this or this, yeah, because I'll they send have a your... picture to all your friend groups on Facebook. Everybody on your Facebook group mm. that's your friend, I will send it to all of them and your parents because they know who your friends are and your parents because on yeah. Facebook. Or... That is why, do you know this guy is keep saying that even though your husband and wife, boyfriend or girlfriend or a friend, or living partner, do not, do not let that guy or, you know, do not let your picture, don't let them video you or picture you because they will send it. When they get mad, they will send it to Facebook. Yeah. And sometimes, and nowadays, because so many people do send pictures to each other, mm -hmm. sometimes they don't even wait until they get a picture. They just say they have a picture of you and they don't prove it they're just like i have a picture of you and if you hmm. don't do these things i'm going to send it to you know your family or your friends or whoever so they just lie they don't even have a picture they just lie about having pictures they have a monkey picture <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of things to uh to be, avoid to avoid yeah that. be very careful so you have to what you what you're saying is that you have to tell your children that if someone that you don't know is texting you ignore it yeah absolutely or, it or anything like that now a lot of kids don't know that it's a crime it's a uh, child pornography to send even if it's a picture of yourself mm -hmm. if you're a kid 
it's still child pornography mm-hmm. to send a picture of yourself. Yeah, you you and go to pro- jail in yeah. the Philippines. They go to jail. There's a, there's many states in the U.S. where you go to jail too. And even mm-hmm. if you receive it, even if somebody sends it to you, that's possession of child pornography. You go to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just educating your kid on that is also helpful. And a lot of them will say, "Oh, everybody does it." Well, well. You go to jail. You still go to jail for that. Yeah. yeah. That's not that's not good. You have you know as a parent, we have to be um very careful for our children's um protection. Mm-hmm. Because if you care about your children, you have to you know, all the time. You check them all the time, you know. Not not because not because you're very strict. It's just because you love them. Just tell them, I love you to that and I don't want you to be, you know, like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So some parents like uh, Disney Circle. I get a lot of positive feedback from people about Disney Circle. It's something you can plug into your router and it blocks all the pornography and things oh, like yeah. that. Huh? And Covenant Eyes is another thing that people can do. You plug it, put it, download it, and then anything that the kid is searching, um, it goes. You get a you get a stream. You you get notifications of what's on their phone, like what they're searching and stuff. Hmm. But kids can still get around things. So the, because they're very smart. Yeah, the biggest best thing to do is just to have like dialogue. Be 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 close enough where you can have open conversations, frequent open conversations with your kids. Um, and just talk to them, even if it's like an interview, like once a month. Hey, how's it going? Are you or, resisting this kind of temptation? Is this stuff going on in your life? What were you saying? Yeah, or, or you know, it because of the school. So in the end of school, like on Fridays or Saturday, oh, how's the school? How's your friends? You go, we kind of like chat like a friend. Mm-hmm. To be a, a friend to your children is really good, too. They, you know, because they know how much you care for them. But they always said that because there's a lot of kids that said, I hate you. That's my privacy. You know, don't look at that. That's my privacy. And I will say, I bought that cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, though, there's a lot of kids that they will hate you if you take away their stuff. Mm -hmm. And how are you going to handle those children? Yeah, kids are going to get mad when you take away their stuff. That's what I think the best way is to have a conversation where you talk to them and you you, you say, hey, you know, I noticed that you're staying up late at night. Mm -hmm. That's not good for you. Um, what do you think would be a good consequence if you can't get yourself to bed on time? I have a, I have a, um, a example though. Huh? It's my children. You mm-hmm. know, our children though. If you said it's, uh, we sleep at ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and then uh, they go, <laughs> they go to bed at ten, mm-hmm. and no cell phones or anything, and then you check on them every night. And say good night, and you kiss them, and um, you know when then they and the light is off, and the cell phone is on off. So it, it's like um, you know already that they're not using their cell phones. 
because they're but they're 18 years old they're 16 years old but they're still an obedient children but um what i know is that i've been here for 25 years here mm -hmm. in america what i learned is that children here in america if they're 16 they're when they turn teenager their attitude is teenagers too oh yeah some, kids are, some yeah. kids are kind of mean mean and and they said, I can do whatever I want now. You know, mm -hmm. I can call the DHS. Oh, now it turned out that in the Philippines, it's the same now. They can call DHS for the mom or the dad who is very, you know, if you strict to your children, they can call them and then they can put you to jail. But the thing is that I'm not strict with my children, but they know how much I love them mm -hmm. and care for them. So they're open up with me because I open up with them, just like you. We open and, you know, we know what our children are doing every day because I always tell them, you have to text me because I want to know where you're going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those those things. And I want to know if someone is texting you on your phone, you tell mama and then, you know, you can't just do everything that it says there because you're already teenagers. Right. But, still rules. Yeah, but the thing is, you have to have honesty. The very first thing in the family is the honesty of the parents and the children together. Mm. In, so the kids uh -huh. and the parents being honest. Yeah. Neither of them lying to uh -huh. each other. Because if one of you like me, if I lie to them, they won't be like, respect me because I lied. Mm -hmm. But if you respect each other and be honest to each other and, you know, and you do not do what the, your children doesn't want to, you want them to do. Right. Don't tell your kids one thing. One thing and, and you're, you're, doing, it. you're yeah. doing it and that's not good because they'll say, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... You know, and then like smoking, if you're smoking and you tell your children, when you grow up, don't smoke like me. <laughs> but you're smoking around your children. They won't work like that. Or Absolutely. You, yeah, and you're swearing in front of your children and watch TV like swearing and naked movies. You can't do that. Yeah. You have to be a good example to your children. I don't know, Eric. Cell phones are bad too because cell phones have Netflix. Yeah, and it's Hulu. bad stuff on all those. Yeah, but the things. thing is, though, we can see if the children watch nude video because it's in our account account too. Mm -hmm. So we can see if they well because they know that they cannot watch our movies and even PG movie that's naked. They cannot mm -hmm. they cannot watch it. So it's like. Because of, I think it's because of parents too. Yeah, it's a parent's good example that's following the footsteps. Sure. Yeah. And then even after all you can do, there's still going to be some kids that kids. are going to rebel and yeah. do bad things. And there's there's nothing you can do about it. You can only be the best. The best. You can be. Yeah. And then they're going to make their own choices. It's because, you know, they have friends. And if their friends are rebellious, do. <laughs> that is why sometimes um, the kids have a hard time, you know, uh, um, have time getting 
a good friends or friends that that obedient child and everything mm -hmm. like that because kids are kids they can they do whatever one they want they're kids but especially the teenagers their head their head is so hard yeah they guys are hard-headed <laughs> like a rock mm. they just said i'm a teenager i act like this but if your choice though it's your freedom it if you're a free choice if you, you if, yeah, if you choose to be an obedient child or if you want if you choose to become a lady that or a teenager that uh -huh, that follow parents' rules or things like that. Because sometimes though they bully you though if you're if you're not being one of them, they just like oh yeah that that young girl like that like that and I used to be I don't, uh, they always bully me before when I was in my high school. Mm -hmm. It's because I go home, I clean the house, I I cook for my dad and my brother, and then I wash the clothes, and my uniform is only one, one pair, so I have to wash, wear it, wash and wear, wash and wear, but I don't have no time anymore to do things like uh, normal kids. Mm -hmm. It's because my father is old and my brother is working. If I don't do it, nobody will. Right. So they came just like in school. They always bully me because I have a big hole in my shoes, and they don't want they don't want to be friends with me because I, I, I'm not a uh, you know popular kid. Mm -hmm. But it. it to me is that i i rather go home instead of staying with my friends doing something that's bad i rather go home because i know my father needs my help and my brother needs my help i don't go anywhere <laughs> i'm just like um until now though when i go somewhere i want my kids to have if i eat somewhere i want to take some for my children i maybe i'm just like I cried a lot when I was in my high school because those kids, they're not nice to me at all. They always said that I'm the dumbest. Um, they don't want to be friends to me because I'm dumb. So what advice do you have to parents who have kids that are getting bullied? Oh, to, when my father knows that they I got bullied, mm -hmm. My father just said, I'm so proud of you for being a good child. And I'm very proud of you that you you come home and help me and your brother. And instead of you going with your friends, doing things that you shouldn't do, mm -hmm. you come home because you love us. So that's pretty cool. And that's what my father always said, that I'm an obedient child. And um, he loves me to death. And my brother said that he is really lucky that he raised me. Mm -hmm. And um, I become his, uh, his child, even though I'm his sister, because I'm a very obedient child. No matter what, they always bully me. I'll just cry. And come home and then just do the chores that I did do. So it's nice to have a home that's a place of refuge that you can go to where people uh, love you. So yeah. Even if even if you're choosing good, 
And because you're choosing good, people are unkind to you. Or maybe you're not responding all night long to people talking about depression, right? But um, um, people, um, it's nice to come home where people are calm and they're they're loving, and there's positive things on the TV and positive music playing, so that it's a place of refuge.